do 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 do. Nice going there, <laughs> Tiffany. Well, well played. You did that on you. I yeah. didn't expect that one. <laughs> no, the world wants to hear the doot doot doodling of you the tipperoo. It's like um, either singing in the shower or when you're in your car singing and you had the radio really, really loud, so you think yes. you sound really good. Yes. Well, you just took that away from me. Oh no, <laughs> no, you sound you sounded fantastic. Don't don't fool yourself. You were fantastic. Absolutely wonderful. Oh, so so happy Monday, <laughs> Tiffany. Happy Monday out there in Radio Land. I hope everyone's having a great, great uh, night. I hope you're all staying inside where it's nice and warm. All right, a couple of you are still on the road, so hopefully drive home safe. Uh, shut that door, turn on the fireplace, do whatever you need to do to just warm up a little bit. It's nippy out there. Cuddle with your dog or cat. There you go, yes. Or ferret. Exactly. Lock your husband outside and cuddle with your cat or, or dog, right? right? There you go. <laughs> See? You're, you're, you're getting me. I got, you're, you're you got it. You're understanding. You got it. You're, All right. you're understanding. <laughs> so, Tiffany, how are you doing? I'm actually doing pretty good. Actually, why, why, why do you say actually? Like, like, it, like I'm expecting you not to be doing good. Well, the the morning started off a little rough for me. Oh, I'm just, sorry. And it wasn't nothing. It was just uh, uh, a little, a little down, a little, you know, just, just, it just, just wasn't. Just off. What, thank it was you. Off. It was just oh. off a little bit. Okay. But as the day got going, it got better. So excellent. So excellent. it did. It, it turned out pretty good. I but. ran I ran outside today because I had some meetings and uh, it's, you know, it's only winter. It's still January. So I don't, I, I haven't really taken out my winter coat yet. And so <laughs> you're still wearing your flip flops. <laughs> exactly. I ran outside and I was like, Ooh, it, it hit me like a brick wall. It was awful. Yeah. It was awful. Very, very cold. Yeah. And then tomorrow, I guess it's supposed to, oh, Rusty's not here, but. Yeah. No, it's supposed to get a little colder. Weatherman Rusty yeah, um, would have told us. Said it's getting, yeah. And then it's supposed to get all the way up into the 30s by the weekend, so it'll be balmy. I know, right? We'll be, we'll be swimming again. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. we have something to look forward to. Exactly. Always. We always have something so to look forward to. So by next Monday, by the next show, oh. it's going to be, it's gonna, your shorts yeah. and flip-flops exactly. will be coming we'll, out. We'll, so we'll, be, ta- be, we'll be tan and everything. It'll be perfect. So oh, yeah. those tan lines. There you know. go. Yeah, well, we got <laughs> not you. It. You probably right. don't have any tan no, lines. No. <laughs> well, let's not go there. <laughs> sorry. All right, that's all right. So again, happy Monday, everyone out there. You are tuned into WRLR ninety eight point three FM. Uh, you are listening to Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. I'm your host, Marty Jalove. And, of course, as you heard that giggling and cackling from the other side of the room. Cackling. Cackling. That's my bestest buddy. Tiffany. <laughs> there you go. Cackling. I, you like cackling, huh? No, not particularly. <laughs> I could not do this without her. You know, she puts that little smile in my face over here. You can't see it, but I hope you can hear it through the radio. All right. So... The whole whole idea of Bacon Bits is this. We understand that there's lots of reasons to be angry, sad, uh, even afraid. So happiness is outnumbered three to one. Three to one. Three to one. It's just not fair. So what we're trying to do is combat that by uh, giving you some hints, some shortcuts to navigate those paths of happiness. So thank you so much for tuning in. Today what we're going to talk about is opening your mind with bacon. I kind of threw you for a loop. I don't know if you realized that, uh, Tiffany, last week I said... It was going to be changing your yeah. mind. Yeah. <laughs> so you, I do. I have quotes yeah. from change your mind and yeah. I have quotes for open opening. Mind. Awesome. So good, I, good. I did my homework. See, I, I 
just like anyone else, I can change my mind too. It was originally change your mind. Now it's open my mind. It's because I was opening my mind to a new idea. I, I, I had something I was thinking about. I couldn't quite put it into words. And so I had said change your mind. And then I changed my mind and changed mm-hmm. it to open your mind. I know what you were doing. Yeah. You wanted to test me. That's it. I want to make sure that you're actually following mm-hmm. along with the show. And you are. And I am. Gold star for you, Tiffany. I have an open mind because I knew something there was going to go. happen like well, this. And I'm glad. And I believe you have an open mind. Uh, and I know a lot of people with very open minds, but I also know a lot of people with very closed minds. Okay. And I know a lot of people who think they have open minds and they're extremely closed. <laughs> you're going, what are you? It sounds I, like you're eating soup over no, there. I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know people yes. like that too. Right. And you know, uh, we were speaking a little bit in the last show. I, we were just in a little transition. I was talking to the guys about this open your mind. It seems like the easiest uh, category to pick where we need to open our mind is in politics. And I don't want to get into politics yeah, in the not. show. No, no, not <laughs> at all. But you notice how what we've done, and let's let's blame it on the media because they're not here. Uh, let's blame it on the media. But what they're doing is they drive such a strong wedge between people. Yeah. And we say you have to be 100% this way or 100% yeah. that way. You have to believe everything this side says or everything that side says as opposed to just trying to um, listen in yeah. and form your own opinion. They're like, nope, there is no opinion. You've got to go with it. Um, and religion. And religion, is yes. the other... other okay. Yeah, that's yeah. so true. And I think that's why they always say, when you're talking to people, don't bring up politics and religion. Yeah. I think that's the reason, is because it's so polarized. Yeah. And it's, it's sad, because we should uh, be always... Our, we should lead our life dancing in the aisle. In other words, we should be in the middle between everything and listening to both sides. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't just uh, label ourselves to be part of that group. We should be able to say, I believe with some of the things you do, and I believe some of the things they do, and together this is who I become. Mm-hmm. That's That, I think, is the easiest way to go. Yeah. And uh, so I spend time with as many different people as I can, many people with many different beliefs that I do. And I, I, I wish sometimes I could even uh, meet more people with different beliefs that would just be willing to sit and chat with me because mm-hmm. I'd love to just explore that and just to kind of understand what you know going if on you stay home things. sometimes people knock on your door and they'll give you <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Well, I, think, I think I told you and let's I think I know what you're talking about uh-huh. uh, whether whether it's and there's two different types of people who come back in the doors one is there's a lot of people who it's part of their faith part of their religion to uh, canvas knock on doors and talk to you mm-hmm. like that and uh, convince you or introduce you to their beliefs and, of course, there's people who come to your door to want to sell you something, which is pretty much the same thing. Okay? <laughs> and so when I was a little kid, I think I told you the story. When I was little, uh, <laughs> everybody, whenever they come to the door, they would knock on the door and something like that. And it would be somebody coming to the door and saying, you know, uh, hey, it's a Je- Jehovah Witness. Have you, you know, accepted Christ? That, uh, or it's somebody selling, you know, uh, aluminum siding, whatever it was. Everyone in my family understood. They'd say, hold on one second. And they'd get, Marty, come here. And they would send me out. And this is when I was young, like probably eight, nine, ten years old. And I would go out on the front porch and just talk to anybody who came to the door. And it's not like I was an only child. I was one of seven children. And everyone knew, yeah, just send Marty. He'll he'll go talk to them. And I would sit on the porch. Will you and, get excited? Oh, yeah, because I would be like, all right. Hey, Marty, but, there's yeah. someone at the door. Oh, yeah. Oh, all right, exactly. <laughs> And anything, I would be like, okay, I have, a, I really have an open mind. Just tell me what, what is this? And the, the part that would shut me down, or you know, like would really cut me off or hurt my feelings, would be when they, when the person selling the idea, okay, uh, whether it's religious, political, a product, whatever it is, when they were pre- presenting the idea or selling their thought, 
when they were closed mind and they came to me and they said, this is what we believe. And I was like, wow, that's really interesting. I never thought of it that way. And then I, I would introduce something else. What about this? And they'd be like, no, that's wrong. And suddenly it was kind of like, well, wait a second. I, uh, this is not a conversation anymore. Now it's just a sales pitch. Mm-hmm. And that's when it became kind of sad. But, uh, yeah, I would talk to anyone and everyone. And still, even to this day, I, you know how much I, I tell you all the time, I'll walk up to complete strangers and just start conversations with them. Okay. Yeah. And everyone out there, he's telling you the truth. It's not just something on the radio. He no. really goes up to everybody and yeah. just talks with and them. And why not? Why he does. Not? He does. I mean, think about it. You're, we're only here on this <laughs> earth for a short period of time in the grand scheme of things. I'm not here that long. I mean, so I, I owe it to the world to talk to as many people as possible, and, right? And what they're doing is like, oh, this poor man is so lonely. He just wants to talk to somebody. I'll talk to him. Okay. It, has, it wasn't always like that. You know, when I was younger, they'd say, oh, this poor boy has nobody to talk to. He's so lonely. It wasn't always this old man. <laughs> so, yeah, I just feel open ourselves up to this uh, and talk to other people and learn as much as possible and just absorb information, make up uh, our own mind. By gathering as much much information, there are certain things that are are very factual, but understand why they're that way, and also understand that over time things evolve. We learn more things, and what we thought was one way over time, uh, let's you know, let's, the scientific community over time changes and says, "Oh, we thought this based on all of our evidence. This is what we believed, but now as time goes on, yeah. this is what this is the more correct way." I mean, it wasn't that long ago. Uh, they were throwing leeches on people. You know, oh, you got a headache? Throw a leech on your head. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know what? They still do that. I know. I think for plastic surgery. I think, but I think that's cool to to suck out the blood to take down the swelling. Yeah. Yeah, the swelling and the infection. Yeah. But they they raise them at the hospital and stuff. So right. they're all right. sanitary and stuff. Yeah. And they, yeah. So, yeah, so they still I, do that. Right. But when you think about the uh, the idea of we we talk about like the Salem witch trials. From not that long ago. I mean, that's less than 300 years ago. They were doing stuff like saying, oh, you're a witch. Why? Because we don't understand what you just said. So you must be a witch. And then, you know, these are people maybe tortured to get the witch out of them. Okay. Uh, Did you know, you know how George Washington, our first president, died? Uh, You have any idea? Oh, goodness sakes. Either you know or you don't know. Uh, No. Maybe something about an infection of his wooden teeth. (laughs) Very good. No, that's right. It's termites. Yeah. Uh, No, what he had a cold because he would uh, go horseback riding. He was out horseback riding in the cold and the wet and the rain. So he came back. He was just soaking wet. Got this cough and a bad cold, probably leaning towards pneumonia. Okay. And they called the doctor. And the way that they felt the best way to solve this was to bleed him. So they cut him open to and do they, a transfusion. Right. No, not to do a transfusion. No, oh. they said take the blood out of him because that's where the disease was in the blood. So remove some of his blood and that would take out the disease. So they took some blood from him and then they give him a diuretic that uh, allows him to uh, Get the water. evacuate himself. You know, the <laughs> he, water. Re- he relieves himself. Uh-huh. All right. And so he did that. And this was extreme, like the X-lax in the time, you know, extreme X-lax they were giving him. So he was really losing everything. And then they said, oh, he's still sick. Let's take some more blood from him. Oh, is he's this st- true? Oh, this is completely true. And so what ends up happening is he he died from like something like dehydration because they pulled all the moisture and so much blood from him. He went to sleep and just never woke up. And that's amazing. Now, you know, they blamed it on the cold. Of course. That killed him. And they said, yeah, he, that's a severe cold. He had demons in him and we couldn't get to him enough. But Damn yet demons. you think about that. 
this was the guy who was the president of the United States. So they had all these guys, uh, the, the best doctors at the time, saying, well, what should we do? Well, there's only one thing to do, bleed him. Okay, and like I said, that's less than 300 years ago. Instead of giving them an aspirin. Right, well, they might not have had that at this point in time. <laughs> yeah. But so you just think how science, the best uh, laid plans in science was something like that, that we wouldn't normally do right now. Yeah. I would hope not. Okay, so o- over time, just having an open mind adjusts us and changes us and the things we believe at one time in our life change changes to something better and greater in the future. I okay? had um, a Jehovah Witness come to my house and he was, this is how it is. Yes. You've got to believe or you're going to yeah. go to hell in it. So he was very, no no listening, like you said, very right, close-minded. Right. But then um, my dad had um, a guy come, and he was so nice. My da- And my dad is not a Jehovah Witness. Yeah. But enjoyed talking to him and yeah. listening to his side. And the man listened to my dad's side, and they had such a good conversation good, good. that they came, he came every week, and he, him and my dad just talked and That's talked beautiful. and talked. That's beautiful. So things were changing in that way, too, because right. being so close-minded, I'm sure he got a lot of doors slammed in his face, but the way this man was with my dad, it, it was a, a better way. That's good. So That's good. they so changed. I'm glad that both of them... You know, they didn't cut the other person off just because their beliefs were different. They just mm-hmm. continued to talk. Mm-hmm. They might have left at the end of the conversation of saying, all right, we're just going to agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's beautiful that the conversation yep. continued. That's a great example that the rest of us should learn from. Yes. Okay. So here's the, here's the deal. Right. Uh, the ability and desire to cultivate an open mind leads to progress, growth, and discovery and is essential for success in life. Ooh. Isn't that pretty? Uh, <laughs> it can be hard. <clears throat> excuse me. It can be hard to take a step away from the familiar, especially when you are comfortable with the, uh, your own way of doing things. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, people are naturally resistant to change, and it's undesirable, uh, and it's uh, and it's understandable that they are afraid to open their minds to new ideas. However, embracing the unfamiliar can lead to incredible self discovery and growth. The thrill of discovering something different or unexpected can be exciting. Trying out a new method or perspective is like a mini adventure. And who doesn't like going on a good journey, right? Oh. <laughs> All right. Today, we're going to be speaking about the importance of developing an open mind and sharing some of those examples. All right. So here are some of the benefits of having an open mind. Okay. Benefits. Okay, you ready? The benefits. The big bennies. Okay. Here we go. One. Uh, <laughs> you go. One. <laughs> and then B. Right. One is being able to see things from a different perspectives allows us to be more creative and better problem solvers. Okay, just being able to look at things from different uh, different directions. Okay, Uh, B, because you said one, Uh, having an open mind allows us to evolve, adjust quickly, and come up with innovative solutions to difficult challenges. Okay, so not only uh, uh, creating things or solving problems, but just facing challenges allowing us to uh again view things in a different way in other words not repeating every single thing not Mm. yet okay that one's a tough one for me all right well you're gonna get better okay all right and then of course uh three is an open mind allows us to better understand different cultures and lifestyles which helps us foster more empathy and understanding. Absolutely. Okay I mean think about when you just learn when you talk to somebody from another country and you listen to the way they, they, they say things or the holidays they celebrate, the uh, way they raise their children, the way they 
celebrate uh, their religion, the way that they learn anything, the way that they cook, everything is just different. And the more that you can spend time with people like that, the greater the gift you have, the greater you grow and you explore new things. The idea of having an open mind, uh, you would never, if you didn't have an open mind, you would have eaten the food that your family, your your mother cooked for you your entire life. There's and, people out there. Yeah, and then go, that's all I want. Yeah. Okay, and I don't want to sway or uh, swerve into any other direction. And I sit here going, man, any place that I'm at, any restaurant, there's very few restaurants that I'll go to that I go, no, I don't, I don't really like that. Ooh. Oh. But very, you said very few, oh, yeah, which yeah. means there are oh, some. Oh, yeah, 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 there are, there are some. And I, I don't want to just throw it out there because I don't want to hurt everyone's feelings. But like one of them, I'll, I'll throw one up. Okay. Because I'm not a big fan of curry. Oh, okay. Indian food. Is really? The, the curry. Yeah, the curry. It just I doesn't. Do. Um, it doesn't do it for me. Have you tried um, butter chicken? Butter chicken? Like a chicken with butter on it? There's, um, it has. Because <laughs> if I, that's the I, case. I hope to gosh yes. I, I said it right. I would like chicken butter. Okay. With a big stick of butter with chicken on it. Yeah, yes. No. Um. <laughs> There's, chicken, there's probably, chicken fried butter. Mm. I think there's <laughs> so. some some stuff that you would you would like, but that's why I like to um, travel. Yeah. so much because not just the food, but how they yeah, this everything about them, and Every, I just I love watching and looking. How that's one of the reasons live. I like working with restaurants is because I like going into the kitchen and watching them cook, and especially different variety uh, ethnicities where you sit there and they cook different things, different types of spices and stuff. And I, I will literally just try anything. You know, I'll, I'll ask them a little bit how spicy is this going to be. I like mm-hmm. spicy food. Oh, you do? Uh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, I'll eat almost anything. There, You know, people are like, well, would you eat alligator? Yeah, of course I would. Why wouldn't I eat alligator? Okay. Uh, so I don't exactly know where I would draw that line, what mm-hmm. I wouldn't taste. Okay. You may uh, not like it, but you would taste it. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. In other words, I'm having an open mind. It doesn't necessarily mean I, I agree with it or enjoy that. I'm just going to be open to it. That's all there is to it. All right. So today, today? Uh, Tiffany, yes, Tiffaroo, yeah. Tifferoni. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what we're going to do? <laughs> like what? Yes, we are going to apply bacon to an open mind. All okay. right. We're going to um, help you how to open your mind with bacon because we do this every week. We do. But, yeah. For those of you who don't know that, you know, like I have to remind Tiffany every week. Every this week. is what the the whole idea of the show is: bacon bits with Master Happiness. The idea here is that we try to solve the world's problems with bacon, the acronym B-A-C-O-N. So it's not the bacon for chewing, it's the bacon for doing. All right? So before we get into this and apply B-A-C-O-N to opening your mind, Tiffany, do you have any quotes? Um, For change mind or open mind? Well, you know, let's, I, you know what? We're doing open your mind, but if you'd like to change our mind and talk about that, you're more than welcome to do that. Um, I have. Because you can't, you can't change your mind unless your mind is open in the beginning. Those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. Oh, oh, I like that. I like that. Okay, who said that? Uh, George Bernard Shaw. Wow, I am impressed that you had the author that Thank time. You. That is a big <laughs> it change. Was, it wasn't Lloyd. <laughs> no, that was a big change for the show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so let's get into this bacon, uh, the, the acronym. All right, so how to open your mind with bacon. Uh, the B is brainstorming. What do you think about brainstorming in general there, Tiffany? Uh, or are you more into a brain drizzle? Um, a sprinkle. <laughs> yeah, just a <laughs> sprinkle, a light sprinkle. 
<laughs> right. Sometimes when you brainstorm, yes. it puts too much pressure on you. Oh, then your brain, it seems to me, it seems to me, and I could be wrong, but it seems to me you're brainstorming wrong. Brainstorming right. is just supposed to be free thinking. In other words, what you do is when you brainstorm, you sit in front of a blank sheet of paper, put it up, dry erase board, anything like that. And what you just do is you say it's free thinking. No ideas are bad ideas. Everything goes up on the board. Write out post-it notes and stick them up there. It's just brainstorming. What does it make you think of? Like, like look at this. There's a, uh, a box of tissues here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, when you look at that white tissue hanging out of the top, what is something that makes you think of immediately? Ghost. Beautiful. See, it's not wrong. It's just that's brainstorming. That's something different, right? You're going to go no. home and tell no. Christy, oh, my God, can you believe ghost. she thought ghost. it was a ghost? ghost. Where, do we, where did she get with? No, that's perfect. Ghost is fantastic. Okay. And so now think about this. Uh, so the tissue to ghost, how could you make that tissue into a ghost? If you had to, let's say, do a decoration. Take lollipop. Beautiful. Look at that. See, you're brainstorming. Yeah. All right. So it's just simple. Now forget about the ghost for a second. Look at it again. Can't say ghost. What else makes you think of? Um, a sail on a sailboat. Wow, wow, look at you. Yeah. Somebody brought their brain today. Well, see, when I <laughs> brainstorm, it's usually at work. Yeah. But then we're all in a conference room, uh-huh. and we're all trying to brainstorm of something for the next meeting. Yeah. And that's not like this. No, I understand, but it should be. What happens is if you if you are in the middle of brainstorming with a group of people, and you feel stifled, and you're like, I have nothing, ask yourself, are you feeling that way because you are, uh, you're put into a position where you're a little afraid? Like, I'm afraid I'm going to say the wrong answer. Or is it really, I just, I'm blank. I have no idea. And there's a, there really is a big difference. Oh, a huge difference. And if you feel a little stifled, if you feel I'm under pressure because everybody here is waiting for the right answer and I don't want them to laugh at me, I think what you got to do is clarify right in the beginning. Hey, let me just clarify here. We are brainstorming, right? So there's no bad ideas. Let's What we're doing is just throwing out ideas, and we're going to put them up on the board, and then we'll eliminate the ideas and come up with the best ideas, right? And if everyone goes, yes, that's exactly what you're supposed to say. Then you say, for, all right, so for our next sales meeting, I think we should be uh, making lollipop ghosts. Okay? <laughs> just throw it out there. All right? <laughs> that's how you brainstorm. Just uh-huh. go right out. Okay, Tiffany, why don't you take a break? <laughs> exactly. <There laughs> and look go. at that. I know yeah. it's 1030, but yeah. it's time for your lunch. And, <laughs> and take the tissues with you. <laughs> but that's but that's what brainstorming is all about. Brainstorming is challenging yourself. Making sure that what you do is instead of saying, uh, I'm only going to think about this, this one thing. What you say is push yourself to say, what if I was this person? What if this scenario was here? What else could I think? And push yourself beyond your norms. And that's how you open your mind. Because brainstorming is such a great idea because the first things you're going to do when you want to try to open your mind, the first thing you're going to do in brainstorming is write all the obvious answers. Okay? Like if I told you, hey, take a look at this, and you'd say, yeah, I see the tissue. That makes me think that it's prepared for somebody who's sick and they want to blow their nose. Okay, that's the obvious answer. So the fact that you came up with something, I think, of ghosts or a sale means you're truly expanding your mindset. You have an open mind when it comes to that. And so when you're in a meeting and they're saying, let's brainstorm, the first thing you do is all the obvious answers. Put those all out so then you're done thinking about those. Now say, now let's come up with the less obvious answers. What are some of the other crazy things we could do? And and I like when you brainstorm, you tell people, push it to the real limit. What's the most obscure idea? What's the what's the dumbest idea that's plausible or you know or uh, appropriate, but it's still it's just it seems wacky, and sometimes those are the best ideas. 
All right. Mm. So if you go, all I bet way, you had a bunch of wacky. Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, I told you when I worked uh, in a company and I was uh, the VP of R and D, research and development. That's exactly what we had to do. We had to sit there in a group and brainstorming about problems, pains, I, uh, the uh, opportunities to create new products first. So we would create this long list of just the opportunities. Then we would grab a couple and then we'd have to do the same thing. Then we'd brainstorm what are possible solutions to doing this. And you would lay that whole thing out. And so you would have first brainstorm about what the ideas were, the pains that we could possibly solve. Then what are the possible ways of solving that? And then once you did that, you keep narrowing it down. And then out of the best uh, possibilities to solve the problem, what are some of the uh, ways we can actually make that happen? What could we build to, to make that happen? And you keep working that way. It's got to be constant brainstorming. That's the, the, the path to invention. And without an open mind, you'd never, we'd never invent anything. There'd be no cars. There would be no wheel. There would be no, there definitely would be no Mars Rover. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So brainstorming the idea, challenge yourself, go right out there. No judgment. Uh, just open a, a new perspective and just think outside the box as far as possible. And whenever you're brainstorming, tell yourself no idea is the wrong idea or no idea. Yeah. No idea is a wrong idea. Got it. Got it. All right. All right. A is acceptance. All right. This is the idea here is it's part of brainstorming. It will help you become a better brainstorming is acceptance is just accept other people's ideas during this brainstorming idea. Accept them. You have an idea. This is what's going on in your head. I don't know where you came from. I don't, you don't know what's in my head. No, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> don't know if you want to, but no, no you that's don't right, really that's know. Right. Yeah. But in other words, whatever you say, I have to accept it. You know, in improv, there was that's the old term of yes and. All right. I think we've talked about that. Now you might have heard it in improv when you're on stage with people. Whatever one person says, the other person is supposed to say yes. And it without they don't have to say those exact words, but that's what they're trying to do. I agree with you and I'm going to uh, explore what you're saying and I'm going to make it larger and better. And I'm going to continue to build on what you say. You don't say uh, in improv when if you say that's a ghost, I don't go. No, it's not a ghost. It's a tissue. All right. That's the wrong way to do this. We can't. We can't, I have to help you build upon it. So okay? that's a ghost. You say yes. And, and it's, and it's, it, and this box is a haunted house. Cause look at all the ghosts inside it. Okay. So I'm going to continue. So then does the next person. And then, then you just continue. On? Right. And you continue and you go back and forth and that's how a story is built. Cause mm. imagine if, how, that's, kinda, that's yeah, interesting because the, the idea is if an improv, if, if you said that's a ghost, I go, no, it's not, it's tissues. And you were like, okay, it's a sale on a sailboat. And I'm like, no, Tiffany, it's a, it's not. It's their tissues. See, there's no humor in that right. because I'm not allowing you to explore this. Right. Okay. okay? And uh, if you said it was a sail and sailboat, I'm like, oh, boy, you know, we're going to take on a lot of water because the, the hull of this <laughs> boat is cardboard. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to continue to build upon what you say. And so when you do acceptance in during the brainstorming, when people are just throwing out ideas, you just accept it to say that's an idea. I'm not going to say it's a good idea or a bad idea. I'm just going to accept it because I also am accepting that maybe, just maybe, believe it or not, I might not know everything. Okay? Mm. I know it seems odd. Doesn't right? it seem odd? Marty right? know it. I know. It surprises me. It actually hurt to say that a little bit. Well, okay? <laughs> so so when we learn to accept, what that's basically saying is, go ahead. I, I'm I'm open to new ideas. And because I know I have accepted that I don't know everything, 
And I'm going to throw out some good ideas. I'm going to throw out some bad ideas. You're going to throw out good ideas and you're going to throw out bad ideas. So you accept, immediately accept everything that anyone uh, throws Hmm. out there because then it makes it easier for everyone to talk. What good is having a meeting where people in the meeting uh, start feeling awkward or afraid to speak, right? Right. You don't want that. You want, you want a strong meeting where everyone feels accepted and they feel part of it. Hmm. Even if all they give are the wrong answers, that's fine. That's the point of it is exploring every direction. Hmm. So brainstorming and acceptance. You, you kind of know two. your stuff. I, every once in a while. Every once in a while. Once, you kind of do. Now, now, before we get to the next one, because you're going to like this one. You're going to like this one. Okay. You have another quote for us? Um, what do you think? A mind is like a parachute. It doesn't work if it isn't open. Oh, oh I like yeah. that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Frank Zappa. I, there you go. You know, somebody once told me that you can go parachuting. You know, you can go skydiving without a parachute. You just can't go a second time. Okay. <laughs> All right. <Put> so, <laughs> thank you. All right. So B was brain. You got to you yeah. got to practice that one with uh, Ron. I know. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. So B is brainstorming. A is acceptance. C is censorship awareness. Okay. Don't you just like the sound of that mm. censorship awareness? But you're going to explain yes, what it means. Yes, I am. What happens oftentimes? is we tend to put up blinders uh, when we when certain topics are brought up because we are already set in our mind in a certain direction, right? And so what we do is we're afraid that if I say something in front of an opposing group, I already know that I know what they're going to say, so I'm going to censor my words and not really say what I want to say because they're going to say you're wrong. And this could be in a group of, uh, let's say, Democrats, uh, a Democrat wanted to speak in a group of Republicans. Uh, a conservative wants to speak in front of a, a group of liberals. All of a sudden, before they open their mouth, they're going to go, nope, I'm going to second-guess myself. I'm going to censor myself and not say that because I know that they're immediately going to attack me. Okay, It's the same with a one religious group, a, a one person from a religious group talking in front of a large group of another religious group. They might start saying something and go, nope, I'm going to censor myself and not say that. Because I'm a, I, I know they're going to disagree with me. Okay, so what we do is we sometimes censor ourselves too quickly, and and we don't give the audience the opportunity to have an open mind by hearing us. We don't give ourselves an open mind to explore the possibility that they might learn from something we can say. Hmm. So censorship awareness is all about the idea of just being aware when I'm about to speak to say, all right. Why am I biting my tongue on this one? Why am I not saying this? And if it's just because I feel that these people are going to say, no, I disagree with that immediately, remind everybody the reason we're here is we're, we are we are tr- supposed to be having an open mind. So this is this is a statement I'm making. And while I'm making the statement, I am going to accept whatever your reply is and have an open mind and try to learn from you. And I want you to learn from me. And you have to understand that, that the way... I was raised, the place I came from, the people I saw, the the culture I came from, the nurturing I had, all of these things created the person you see in front of me, in front of you. And so when I say something, I shouldn't have to censor myself all the time. All right. What I should do instead is ask people, if I said this, how would this make you feel? Okay. Something like that, because that starts more of a conversation. Hmm. All right. Does that make sense to you? It does. All right. Good. Good. So be aware of it that we censor ourselves and be also aware 
that the people who were speaking with, they could be censoring themselves. And you ever hear people where uh, they go, oh, my gosh, that guy, he has no filter. He says whatever's on his mind. And they say that as if it's a bad thing. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes, the you know, it if it comes out too insulting, yes, it is a bad thing. But other times you have to say, if somebody's always filtering everything they're saying, we will never grow as a society. We have to be uh, willing to say something that is going to uh, hurt somebody's feelings, uh, to uh, upset them, to make them feel like, wait a second, what's going on here? You have to do that because if we don't, if, if all we did was said things, if all we did was say things to each other, knowing or assuring that that you're going to be happy with what I say, if all we ever did, then we would never grow and we would never expand. You would never learn everything if I just said things that I knew would not rock your boat. I have uh, times just said myself, Tiff, just bite your tongue. Yeah. And bite some, your tongue. But, and here here's what I want you to do. I want you to think about this. Censor yourself if you are in a position where you know the people you are talking to will not have an open mind. And there is no good can come of you speaking this. But if you are in a position where people, where you're feeling, I think people need to uh, hear this and we have to have an open dialogue, you can't censor yourself as dramatically. Okay. There are obviously going to be points in time and, you know, look at this. Our, our phone board is lighting up. People are saying, you know, uh, but I'm not going to pick up because I'm going to censor them. They're not going to come. <laughs> They're not coming. In. <laughs> All right. So just be, just be, uh, understanding. That uh, there are plenty of times we have an opposing opinion and we are afraid to say something. More so, not so much because we're afraid of hurting their feelings. We're afraid they're going to hurt our feelings. So we censor ourselves so that I'm accepted in that group, but I'm not being true to myself. All right? You loving it? You have to be true to yourself. Yes, yes. Because in the end, that's all you got. All right. Uh, so B is brainstorming, A is acceptance, C, censorship awareness, and O is observation. Observation. And what I mean by observation is, uh, and this is not just looking, but it's listening. It's it's getting a feel, a sense of what people are saying and thinking and doing. It's all of that. It's learning how to listen without forming opinions right away. Oh, okay. I do that. Yeah, you have you have form opinions right away, no, or no, you no, listen. No. I listen. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I always yeah. I have form opinions before you yeah. even start talking. Yeah, no, and you have to you have to be open. There there are times you know where something's going on, and someone goes, well, before we go, and you're like, oh no, here you are, you're going to disagree with me, you know, and you start building this up. We have to learn to open our minds, listen to these people, and understand, just hear that other point of view. So observation sometimes is just that is pay attention to everything the people are doing and don't be so excited to speak your turn. You know, uh, one of the big, one of the worst problems is people have is they're not active listeners. We all want to be talkers. Okay. We all want to be the ones spitting out the words and we don't want to sit there and go, okay, I'm listening to you. And I'm, and what we do is we often then are spending all the time. We've stopped listening to the person and we're formulating our answer or we're formulating our response as opposed to listening to the entire person. And there are sometimes people will say something and they'll say, uh, you know, breathing in helium balloons. I don't know why I just picked that I out of the blue. No I have no clue why no, you did either, but okay. But there we go. Cause I was thinking of the tissues. Sure. 
Helium balloons <laughs> yeah, and yeah, tissues. There you go. Okay. So now you know how my 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 <laughs> mind works. So you you know someone might go, oh, um, you know, breathing in this helium uh, can cause brain damage, right? And somebody might go, oh, my God, I can't believe that's an old wives tale. Everyone's blowing this out of proportion. And what you're doing is you've jumped in and answered it without hearing the person's entire argument. Right. And maybe the person said, let me finish. I was saying breathing in helium from a balloon causes brain damage. But in order for that to happen, you have to take in so much helium. uh, uh, It's not just doing it once or twice. It would be doing it on a regular basis. You know, that's my my wild, crazy uh example all right but what we end up doing is we have these biases inside us that we want to contradict people or we want to disagree with people uh i had a conversation with this guy about both figure was he yes. at the store no no no, no. This, was, this was at somebody's house and we were talking we were talking about vaccines mm-hmm. okay when the vaccines first hap- came out and i said to him i go Look, I am just in this point where we're unsure of what's happening with the entire pandemic. We don't know how big this is. And this is when it first started and the vaccines finally came out. Uh, We don't know how much, how long this is going to last. We don't know what's going to happen. They rushed this vaccine and everything. And I said, I am not saying, yes, I'm going to get the vaccine. And I'm not saying, no, I won't get the vaccine. All I'm saying is right now I'm confused because there's so much uh, opposing information. And the guy I was talking to like blew up he just had a fit and he was saying oh my god science is saying this and science you have to listen to science science is black and white and just blowing up and i was relax relax i'm just having a conversation can you not understand that at this point in time there we we're in a world filled with so much misinformation so much an abundance of information coming from so many different directions that it is hard for any one person to gather information from the right places because I don't know what to trust and what not to trust. And so at, at a certain point in time, I have to make this decision upon myself. Absolutely. And it's very difficult. And I can't uh, I can't uh, persecute someone for making a decision on their own that was opposed to me. If I felt one way and someone else felt the other way, getting all the same information, I can't be upset with them. But this person I was talking to was so excited, just blew up and was just so angry about it and we had to you know calm down and say let's switch the subject let's talk about something else oh wow it was that yeah. heated oh completely wow. because this person was just not going just could not see my point of view could not see how anyone uh could not just believe in the science and i was like wow. all right let's just end the conversation wow and, and, you, and you ended the conversation and I ended the conversation wow. yeah and we went right back to talking about tissues and helium balloons <laughs> okay <laughs> so what happens is uh, this whole whole idea, what I'm talking about, observation, is just that. Instead of jumping to your conclusion, your your preset uh, idea, your mindset like that, open your mind and say, let me hear what you've got to say. Let's hear everything you've got to say. How did you get to this answer? What are what's what, you know? There, there's a thing called the scientific method where you break it down step by step by step, and you can get to an answer. All right. And just when you're observing and you're, and you're talking, and you're listening to people, is work your way through it. Hear, hear their entire argument, their opinion, and then make your opinion and have a discussion and see where that goes. Just like your dad and the Jehovah Witness. Yeah. That's the whole idea, having the conversation. Yeah, All right. It, it's good. All right. So before we get to end, uh, you got another quote for us? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just have you give a dozen quotes today. 
I obviously. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, no, I didn't have a quote. Yes, you have a quote. An open mind. Yes. It's the only way new things could get in. Wow, I like that. Yeah. That that's who wrote that? Colleen Hoover. Colleen Hoover. Yeah. Heir to the I vacuum cleaner fortune. I have no clue. That's maybe because yes. maybe her mind was open, the Hoover family, and there you that's go. how they that's decided right. to come up with the vacuum. Better to have an cleaner. open mind than a mind of a vacuum. Right. Mm-hmm. There you go. It sucks all, right. all that there info you in. Go. All right. So letter N, the last, is uh neutrality. All right. Neutrality. Neutrality. That's yes. a big word. <laughs> many, <laughs> many syllables. <laughs> Neutrality is just the idea of staying neutral. All right. And we talked about this a little bit, and we'll just use politics in general, where there's a lot of politicians who say, I work in the aisle. I'm right in the middle. I bring both sides together. Mm. Okay. But yet they lean in one direction. And what's got to happen is during the whole idea of having a conversation with people, having an open mind, you've got to try to stay as neutral as possible. And it's very important. And I know a lot of these things we just talked about kind of overlap and they they lean in in certain directions. But I want us to really pay attention to this word uh, staying neutral is I might feel strongly in one direction. But during the conversation, while the other person is speaking, I have to play middle of the road. And say to myself, just like we said it with acceptance, I may be wrong and I may be right. So right now, I'm going to put that to the side, all right, uh, and pay attention to what you have to st- say. Stay neutral. Hear what you have to say. Formulate it. Understand it. Maybe ask inquiring questions to find out where you come from. Then you and- tell them they're wrong. Exactly. <laughs> now you got it. <laughs> and that is how you have an open mind. Ah. So, so there you go, Tiffany. So the uh, how to have an open mind, we break it down really easy. We brainstorm uh, by challenging ourselves to think outside the box. Acceptance, we have to accept other people's ideas uh, because we also have to accept that we might not have all the answers. C is the censorship uh, awareness, and that is be careful because some people will not open their mouths because they think that you're going to oppose them and vice versa, that we sometimes censor ourselves and we don't speak our entire idea and when we don't do that they don't get the benefit of hearing our our entire story okay uh o is observation just try to listen for the sake of listening don't try to listen for the sake of coming up with an answer and obviously the last one n is neutrality uh staying neutral just don't pick a side until after everyone is done speaking then kind of weigh in and which where what side you believe in okay so that's that's the direction we're going to go in and i have a super a super duper quote Super duper a quote. Super duper quote. And who who um is this quote from? This is from Gandhi. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this it is, is a, this a super is a, duper. This is a guy one. worth quoting. Okay. All right. So he said this your beliefs become your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. Your habits become your values. And your values become your destiny. So what this is basically saying, and this is really, this is really cool. Uh, I, I've been watching some of the really great little mini documentaries and videos on this about the chemistry of the body. And what happens is the body doesn't know sometimes when something is actually happening to us or when we think it's happening Ooh, to us. Yeah. You know how some people, you know, like wake up in the middle of the night and they're sweating and their their heart is beating be, because they're so stressed out because they had an awful dream, right? All right. Uh, or... The idea of thinking, oh, oh, there's somebody in the house. There's somebody in that dark corner. 
all right, and you start getting really spooked and your heart, again, starts beating. And this is the easiest thing to, to think about. Uh, or have you ever had something where you're just sitting by yourself and you're thinking about something or thinking about something that happened or might happen and it starts making you giggle a little bit? Have you ever had that? I had... Um, like every day. <laughs> <laughs> something that happened, like the dream. Yeah. And I woke up, I was so upset. Okay. Because I was upset in my dream. I woke up, I was so upset. Yeah. And of course... I was it, the dream was about Mark, uh-huh. so I got so worked up. I was actually angry at him. Oh wow! It, wow. I mean, it, so okay, so yeah. There you go. So the mind really thought yes. it was real. Exactly. And, and Mark's like, "What?" what and I, I was the whole day. I mean, I knew it was a dream, but the whole day I was upset. Yeah. Just because of this dream. Right. And see, the reason it stayed on with you, the reason it lingered with you, is because when we are upset, when we are sad, when we are angry. Uh, when we are scared or even when we're really happy or elated, what happens is the chem- we have a chemical change in our body. We have these uh, hormones and these chemicals that, that burst out and change our chemistry and they can cause disease, they can cure disease, they, can, they change us physically. And what, what we're saying here is if these, ha- these things happen to us for real, that's actually happening and it causes us stress, that's understandable. But when we dream or we just... Uh, stress out over a thought we can still we can cause harm to our body physically we can make we can make our body physically change and it goes back as simple as i've always said smile as often as you can because when you smile you trick your body into thinking there's something to smile about and then your body says yes there is something to smile about we're smiling so something good's happening so your body starts feeling better and it gives you a reason to smile Right? And it's the same thing that happens when you frown. If you don't smile enough, when you frown or you scowl, your body says, oh, there must be something that's making us sad, making us uh, a reason to get angry. So we feel that way, and then all of a sudden we justify that, that face. So what Gandhi was saying before he even understood the real chemistry of the body was when we start to believe things, they turn into these thoughts. And these thoughts then are stuck in our head and they go on and on and on. And, and as we, the more we think about them, we share them with other people and they become the words that we say. And the more we say them, then we hear ourselves saying them. And in order to be true to ourselves in front of everybody, uh, those words become our actions and we fulfill those actions by, we start doing those things. Those actions, the more we do those, they become the habits that we live by. All right. And those habits suddenly become, that's what we're supposed to do because this is what I've always done. And that becomes the that's the direction we head in. So if in the beginning, if we believe wonderful things and we believe we can help people and we believe we can make a change in the world, those kind of things will be in our thoughts. Uh, we will talk. We will get uh, our own talk show and we'll talk about sharing happiness. All right. Uh, those words will turn into our actions. We'll go out and we'll volunteer and we'll do things. We'll help people. We'll find the joy in spreading that happiness. All right. And that kind of thing will automatically become a habit. It won't become a chore. And when it's when it becomes a habit, it turns into our values, and that's the things we want to seek, and that becomes our destiny. So we have the ability to change ourselves by opening our mind. Okay, if we sit here and we say to ourselves, "My life sucks." Okay, nothing ever good comes to my life. Everyone's got it better than me. If you do that, those are your beliefs and your thoughts. You are going to say that, and that will those will become your actions, and that will become your reality. And your life will suck. Exactly. Yes. But instead, if you say, I happen to be down now, who the hell cares? Can I say hell on the radio? Um, I guess so. I guess so. I just said it twice. Uh-oh. So anyway, so if you say, um, you know, uh, my life's bad right now, but it's going to get better, 
and it's going to be better and it's going to get better and this is awesome and i and i and i live my life with humility and gratitude and just excitement about all the wonderful things that are happening in my life if i keep doing that and i keep saying that and my let my thoughts become words then those words become my actions and i start doing that and i become happier and happier on a regular basis and then those actions are my habits and those habits become my values the things i believe in and it's even easier to be happy it's even easier to be joyous it's even easier to go out and help other people and that becomes my destiny that becomes the person i am mm. so when you think about this gandhi he man he knew what he was doing he does know what i didn't doing. like his diet but um he really yeah he he was the guy he starved a lot he was a lot, a lot of starvation but why <laughs> he was always fighting something he felt felt against uh, the way that um one people were fighting against another person so his idea was peaceful rebellion all right. Uh, and so right, he would not fight people. He said, all right, then what we'll do is we'll we'll starve. We'll do a food strikes. Huh. So sorry for those people. I didn't mean to insult Gandhi. I big Gandhi. Fan. Oh, huge. Yes. They're a huge. There Gandhi you go. Fan. There you go. So anyway, so think about that. Be happy. Be excited about this. Move forward. Believe it in your heart. And even if it does, it's not working right now. Just keep pushing for that gratitude and that excitement and the happiness that's right around the corner. Find joy in every moment. Make that your life's journey. And it becomes easier and easier and easier every single day. Every single day. All right. You're and, right. And you've got to do that with an open mind. All right. L allow people their opinion. Listen to them because we can learn something new. All right. How, you know, I I think uh, I've told you this before. My motto is this shine, sharpen, and share. Okay. That every night I try to go to sleep and I think about this, this uh, shine, sharpen, and share. I ask myself, how did I shine today? What were the things that I, I do well at? What do I do good at? Talking and to strangers in the store. Exactly, exactly. I do have a friend of mine who started doing the song idea. He starts coming up to me. He's like, Marty, what's that song? It's da 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 da. He starts doing that, trying to get me to sing the lyrics. So, which is a fun game. We'll get to that in a second. But anyway, so how do you shine? What are the things that you do? Be proud about them. Be proud, brag, and boast about yourself, but don't step on other people. Just because you're good at it doesn't mean you're necessarily the best in the whole world. So, how do you shine? Feel free to explore it. Don't hold it in. Uh, sharpen is how did you learn today? How did you expand yourself? How did you become better at what you do? Every day we should be learning something new. This is part of the reason I love doing this show because I want to share this information, which is the next S. S but um, the more importantly, I get an opportunity to uh, do some research and really learn something in depth You'd like so to that learn. I can come. I do love to learn. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> make that with a funny face. Like, yeah. Ah, no, you're, you you're, do. A, you're a learner. You are one of those learners. <laughs> All right. So that's shine and sharpen. And the last one is share. What good is it if you're really good at something? And you're getting better all the time. Why? If you're not sharing it with someone else, right? Mm -hmm. And when I mean sharing it, give it away, barter it, trade it, sell it, whatever it is, whatever your talent is, that's something you're wonderful at, okay? Uh, you're getting better and better all the time. Do something with it. We're only on this earth for a short period of time, right? Short so period. just do it. Much better than sitting back and watching TV all day, right? Well. Yeah, you know, TV is pretty yeah, good. TV is pretty as, good. You, you can learn a lot from TV. So there TV you go. TV and uh, sleep. There you go. Oh, beautiful. I do like to there sleep. There you go. Yes. All right. Well, you're going to got a lot of sleep after you're dead. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Tiffany, you got another quote for us? An open mind leaves a chance for someone someone to drop a worthwhile thought in. Oh, that's nice. That's a nice one, too. Yeah. I like that one better than the open door. Oh. All right. So, who said that one? Mark Twain. There you go. Anything he says, you know, he's his his work is all copyright free right now. 
all copyright free because he's been gone for such a long time. So yes. someone could and, take his and, work and, and, and say it, it say it's their own. Well, they really can't say it's their own. It's still it's his, but they don't ha- they don't have it, uh, to give any money uh, to anyone else. They could. Mm-hmm. There's people who who create the entire book. This is the Mark Twain book of quotes, and they can put that out, and they don't have to pay anyone anything. Uh... But then again, remember, I'm not an attorney or an accountant, so please check with your attorney and accountant before doing that. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, I have another one. Shoot. Let the, me hear it. The measure of intelligence is the ability to change. The measure. Oh, I like that. The measure of intelligence is the ability to change. Yes. You are so right. Because when you think about it, if and I and everyone should look at this and say to themselves, if I cannot have an open mind, if I refuse to have an open mind on any subject matter, is it because uh, I'm doubting myself or maybe it is? It is a question of intelligence. It is uh, those who have a lower intelligence. And I, it sounds insulting, but I'm just trying to, you know, to, summarize your quote yeah. is this idea that we get stuck in one way. Those with open minds and want to explore and, and, and take a chance in other areas. OK, and hear both sides of the story, all three sides of the story, whatever do t- tend to be the people with higher intelligence. Yeah. Beautiful. Do you know who said that? Um, I'm going to say Albert Einstein. <gasps> and you're right. Bam. Yeah. All right. I, I could tell by the way you said, you know, yeah. you said that. That was nice. That was Can nice. Can I make a confession? And confess away. Okay. It has nothing to do with necessarily Remember, I'm not, I'm not your wine. I'm not your priest or lawyer, so I'm going to tell everyone your confession. <sighs> You know how I used to stop picking my nails? You started again. I could see you were doing it over here. I fell off the wagon. All right, that's okay. And I I tore it so low that it really hurts now. Nice. (laughs) I was wondering how his faces you're making over there. I know. All right. Okay. All right. So that's okay. You fell off the wagon. I fell off the wagon. But you admitted it. All right. Which is cool. That's excellent. Because every time you, you you, um, you try to fix a problem, you try to do something, it's never, it's very rarely 100% easy. Okay. Anyone out there who is trying to go in cold turkey with some problem within themselves, try to solve themselves, they understand there's there's pitfalls and everything. So you fell off the wagon. That's okay. Now you're going to fix it. You're going to go back to not uh, picking your nails. No more biting your nails. No more picking your nails. Use a nail clipper. All right. This time that you're going to do it, it's going to be a little bit easier. And if you fall off the wagon again, that's okay. Uh, You're going to try again. And every time you try it again, it becomes easier and easier and easier. So it's okay. This is a milestone for you. Good for you, Tipperoo. All right? All right, and I'm glad that it's painful because it will remind you not to do it anymore. <laughs> look, look! Oh, and she's just giving me the finger. She I know, she but ripped her fingernail. So I think low. she ripped her fingernail in purpose just to show me that finger. It, it, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So to end end this up here. Okay. Having an open mind leads to greater happiness because it opens up a world of possibilities and encourages learning from our mistakes. Are you taking away my positive quotes? No. <laughs> so, so so be brave and embrace change you never know what great things can come from having an open mind all right mm. all right tiffany like always uh it has been an absolute pleasure and i'm not changing my mind on that i'm not opening my mind to are anything we, new are we done i think we're done yeah yeah what all time right. do you got i'm showing five more minutes oh i've got i got here it's like 30 seconds Really? Yeah, remember, there's like 18 different clocks. Actually, this one says it's almost 9 o'clock. Is that the one that uh, the the producer goes by? I, I believe it is. Mm. All right, so mm-hmm. that one's got 30 seconds. That's all right. We know what we'll do is we'll leave some time for them to say, thank you for listening to WRLR 98.3. This has been Bacon Bits with Marty Jalove, uh and my sidekick, 
the hostess with the mostest. Tip around. There you go. That little cackling little chick on the other side of the <laughs> table. <laughs> oh, and. And go. You have another quote? Might as negative, well just keep going. Okay. A negative mind will never give you a positive life. Oh, oh that's pretty. Isn't that beautiful? And that's who, who said that? that? That would be Lloyd. That would be Lloyd. Thank you. Thank you for ending it with Lloyd. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Can't wait till next week when we're going to have another show in which I don't know what we're going to talk about. It's on our website. If you take a look at masterhappiness.com slash live, you can check it out. If you have not listened to this, today's show, for some reason, if you're not near the radio, you can listen to the, today's show on Spotify, Spotify, Apple uh, podcast and Google podcast all over the place. There's all lots over. of places to listen. Just look. You can't get rid of us. Not <laughs> at all. So just look for Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. All right. Uh, say goodnight, Tiffany. Goodnight, Tiffany. Bye-bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye-bye.